Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. I just start this off with a scream you know just to like what if that's how we you know i'll just a one two one two and then a just a good scream yeah follow-up question what if god was one of us god. <laughs> i forget every time like it's not even a bit i just it's genuinely like, forget like you just have like what, what is it called like circumstantial amnesia <laughs> it's like only on very specific things you just tune out <laughs> no joke when i was driving home today i you ever see those cars where they have like an extra tire on the back of their car? Yeah. So I saw one of those today and they had a Dory sticker on the back of that. Okay. And I was like, yeah, same. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> if I don't have something straight up like attached to my forehead, I won't remember it. I have to have someone tell me when I'm teaching to remember to just like take a drink of water. Because I just won't. I'll just keep talking until my voice becomes like a 12-year-old in puberty, which is my kids. Like, yep. I'll just start sounding like my kids. And they'll be like, Miss Johnson, why do you sound like that? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I need to take a drink of water. And then I'll be like, Jeremy, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you need to remind me to take a drink of water. God damn it. I don't pay you for nothing, Jeremy. <laughs> for real. We have these, like, a school currency. Uh-huh. And it's like, I pay you. I pay you five of these dollars every week. Yeah. You need to remind me to take a drink of water, Jeremy. Chop, chop, Jeremy. Let's go. Jeremy, I'm going to tell your mother not to let you play Fortnite this weekend if you don't remind <laughs> me to take a drink of water. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell are you doing? I'm good. I brought this to the table. I have something to bring to the table is what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. Um, and it's it's Jamie Dornan. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Twilight. I know that we've had two fantastic guests so far <laughs> on this podcast. I would like to bring our first celebrity guest, Jamie Dornan, to the table. Okay, um, oh, He's sorry, not- our second guest uh, after last week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Our second guest. Please welcome Jamie Dornan. All right. He's not. He's not here. But I. I have a. I've information about this man that i did not have prior oh so we got the scoop we got a scoop what was that e-show called the soup <laughs> okay yeah there go got yeah. it nailed got it. it remember and the one. soup <laughs> hey With, everybody uh, what's his face never mind no, doesn't matter anyway so jamie Dornan. you remember plate face yeah i did the soup Everyone needs to, I need to go. Just Everybody, leave. go ahead and, hey, hey, everyone give a round of applause for Plate Face. He's bringing back the soup. There's <laughs> like a live studio audience. <laughs> They're losing their minds. Jeremy, turn on the applause. <laughs> Jeremy's our intern. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy, our intern. He just Jeremy's really- our 12-year-old intern. <laughs> It was just two eight-year-olds stacked up in a coat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that math works out on that one. Yep. Okay. That's how you become a 12-year-old. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> the Jamie Jordan Corner. I saw a movie today. A film, if you'd like to call it that. A film. 
And I told Allie about this a couple weeks ago because I did realize that Jamie Dorn was in this movie. Sure. This movie is called A Private War. It's not relevant to the story that I'm going to tell you. Um, but it's like a about a, a, a war correspondent, whatever. It's like a, a, Rosen Pike's in it, so like my heart. Stanley Tucci's in it, my heart. There. My heart, yeah. Right, just there. Um, also, celebrity guest Jamie Dornan is there. Sure, yeah. And here's the fucking thing. There I was, in an empty, like, basically empty theater, before the There's fucking you. place was even open, with, like, a couple other people, watching this film at ten in the morning. Yes. And I was, like, a little attracted to Jamie Dornan. And that's rude. Right. That's uncalled for. Because sure. here's the fucking thing, Right. Fifty Shades, Jamie Dornan, is like, he looks like he's, like, 14. Yep. I, I wasn't, I feel like before we had talked about the beard, because I didn't realize he had a beard normally, and I wasn't sure where my stance on the beard is. I'm now currently pro-beard, very pro-beard. Yeah, because he had a beard in Once Upon a Time, too. Right. Very attractive at that and time. And also, this man has an accent. Oh, yeah, did you not know that? No. And oh, it's welcome. a good one. Yeah, that's his natural, that's I his know. default robot stuff. Again, the only thing I've seen him in was the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, Allie. Oh, Cody, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Did you know, I thought you knew him from Once Upon a Time. Oh, welcome. Okay, I watch Once Upon a Time, come on. All right. Whoa. No. All right. In this film, he's like, got a real, like, very short haircut. Like, not bald, but like, not, like, it's just like, real, real tight. Real tight, mm-hmm. but like, dark. And he's got the beard. And he's got the accent. That's a hottie. That's the that's the guy that I'd be like, all right, this will get everyone's fucking panties wet in the theaters. Let's go, everyone. And yet, we were given this, like, lukewarm, half-baked fucking, like, 16-year-old. I thought you were describing <laughs> Ben and Jerry's for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this melted pint of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> for real, though. Um, that spilled onto a sidewalk and it's just melting in the summer heat. Ooh. Yeah. That's not... No thanks. No thanks. So, Cody had let me know beforehand that that they were going to see a fucking Jamie Dornan flick. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. How did you snag dicks to go see uh, fucking Robin Hood? Um, (laughs) Because every movie that I've gone to go see has had previews for this fucking Robin Hood movie that's coming out recently. And I'm like, great. Jamie Foxx, back at it again. Cool. So Annie wasn't enough. Like, you nailed it. Um, Why are you doing this again? And it's, like, got this, you know, this, like, vague random white boy that's starring it as Robin Hood. You know, hey, hey, all of you, you know Robin Hood? (laughs) Yeah, heard? Um, Have you heard the good word? (laughs) (laughs) He steals from the rich to give to the poor. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) I can't be silenced. (laughs) Um, I will be censored on my own (laughs) fucking podcast. And then it's just like, you know, it's got these all these shots about like this fucking random people, you know, getting all the wealth from the Robin Hood that is the man. And then there's just fucking Jamie Dornan in it all like out of nowhere. And I'm like, Jamie Dornan, what are you doing? Who helped you in this? You were just like, hey, I'm just on the studio set today. I'll just help out with this random film. Why? Why are you here? Because he looks exactly like what you're describing. He's got the short buzz. He's got his accent. And I'm like, hey, you're sexy as hell. What are you doing? Stop. Yeah. You're, that's rude and disrespectful to me, personally. 
I'm glad that Jamie is here and he's finally doing something that shows off how attractive he is and why people actually wanted him to be in Fifty Shades, even though they made him unattractive for these movies. They made him so ugly. I was like, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, sorry, what? This is what we could have had? Mm-hmm. This man's? This snack? This meal? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Sorry. What? Yeah. What? Welcome. Now we just got this fucking unfrosted toaster strudel. What? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. There's nothing like eating a Pop-Tart and that fucking residue that you get in the back of your mouth afterwards. Ooh. That, like, doughy residue that you have to scrape out with your tongue afterwards. Yeah. It's, Ooh. like, wedged talk about, onto your teeth. <laughs> talk about it's giving so back to the poor, you know what I mean? Like, oh just God. take that out with, like, a baby bird's mouth, you know? <laughs> so, speaking of shit and trash um can i tell you some trash that my middle schooler said today in our middle school corner i would want nothing great i hope one day when we become a semi-enjoyable podcast (laughs) to the millions of fans that we someday have um we get a what are those called when they take all the clips and they put them into one thing what's that called (laughs) great when you i want i want someone hey listen to me a super cut I want you to make a supercut. Uh, cue to Lord playing supercut right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, first of all, <laughs> first of all, shut the fuck up. First of all, I want step one. Screw everything I just said. First of all, I want that to be my ringtone. So someone please cut that. Send it to me. I want that to be my ringtone. Second of all, I want you to make a supercut of all my middle school corners. Yes, okay. school's now, in session. Let's go. Chop, chop. Here's the two things about that have been happening in my middle school the past two weeks. One, all of my kids are reading Naruto. Discuss. Okay. Yeah, they're in middle school. But what? What that's is just, Have you never been to middle school? That's, that's kind of hey, what. Hey, fuck you, first of all. <laughs> that's, why is it that's spreading? That's what middle they're, school is. They're talking about it like it's Axe body spray. Like, <laughs> hey, have you heard the good word? <laughs> <laughs> They're spreading it like it's Have you a heard the good bu- word of my good friend Naruto? <laughs> Have you I seen how he God. runs? <laughs> I swear to God, Cody, I've never seen boys so eagerly read books. Like, they're yeah. reading these fucking graphic novels. Yeah, that's how you get, like, teen boys to read. That's what I, I know. Like, that's what Naruto did for us. That's what happened. I know, I know, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that I had one boy come into my class reading Naruto, and he was like, hey, Ms. Johnson, the library doesn't have the first one. Can you get it? And I was like, I got you, boy. And I ordered it. And now it's like, it's everywhere. One boy did it, and now they're all reading Naruto. What? What? What is this? Anyways, that's all I have to say. The second thing of shit my middle schoolers say to me (laughs) is are you and i know you are are you familiar with the vine of um where the guy looks at the camera talking about ghostbusters the the reboot and he's like i'm an adult virgin yep um Mm -hmm. okay so i had a kid come in today looking at one of his friends to the same tune of that he was like i'm a Fortnite gamer oh and (laughs) i heard it once at the beginning of school today. And then by the time that the bell rang at the end of the day, there was like five of them just screaming it in the hallway. Oh my. And I don't know if they know the vine. 
Cody. Yeah, I don't know. But that's where we're at right now. That's that's how it is. You know? <laughs> so that's what's hip and trending right now with yeah. 12-year-olds. Yeah. So that's my corner that I'm bringing to this base. Thank you so much for that corner. You're welcome. We have quite a few corners for actual current events today. Where would you like to start? Let's start with the 10th anniversary corner. Great, 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 great. So, as you all might be familiar, because I posted it on our Twitter, in about two weeks' time, I'm going to the 10th anniversary of Twilight, the screening that I paid actual money to see. (laughs) I'm spending my own money, aka the podcast money, on going to see this film, mainly because I want to do a man on the street about like, hi, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, why are you here, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) Just like me doing the like, just like the bit where I like lean through all of the the seats being like, hi, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> just, You're just like slithering onto all the seats. Like, hello, would you like to talk to me for a podcast? <laughs> and they're like, ma'am, you can't record in a movie theater. It's like, I promise, I promise. Like, it's out, sir. This is a, this movie is out on DVD. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> you just get an hour, like a two hour audio recording of the entire movie. <laughs> just a fucking bootleg of the audio. <laughs> Just the audio. It's like exclusive audio of the (laughs) Never been heard before. Oh, man. Oh, that's so good. But anyway, so because that's coming out, at New York Comic Con this past weekend, they did a panel about the 10th anniversary of Twilight. So Jackson Rathborn was there. Kellen Lutz was there. A couple of the other cast were there in person, including Catherine Hardwick, who was, we've been talking about for always. Um, and then they Skyped in Kristen and Rob, yeah. including, and so it was great. It was moderated by none other than an MTV News correspondent. Great. Thank you. Um, it could have been us, but it's fine. Like, I'm not bitter. So I just, I love this because Twitter, like, the Twilight Twitter, anyways, lost their mind because they included these screen grabs of Case Stew and Rob doing this like very similar hand motion during their like Skype session. And Twitter lost their mind being like, oh my God, I stan. Our couple is together for always. And it's like, nope, that's, hey, <laughs> don't. So I just thought that was very good. And I hope they put the audio up there somewhere because I'm very curious about what they talked about. Yeah. And the only other thing about this is there was another review posted recently from the website called The Ithacan, um, where they reviewed Twilight, saying that it was still, quote, wonderfully silly 10 years later. And all I have to say is Kara Bowen, who posted this, reviewed Twilight as two and a half stars. Um, (laughs) Great. And I just am very curious if I would refer to this as wonderfully silly. Because I don't know if I would. That's a good question. Yeah. Kara says that it's silly, but that's part of its charm. I mean, I think that it definitely has charm, but I don't know if I would say wonderfully silly if I was using. I think now it can be seen as like, oh, it's like hard to watch, but like it's still fun. But like at the time it was taking itself very seriously. So it wasn't like trying to be like a goofy kind of thing that it might be seen as now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it was definitely was not supposed to be satirical in any shape or form. No, no. <laughs> God. Um, this was Sir's business. Yeah. Do you think um, Stephanie Meyer is capable of satire? No, stop. 
No, she just loves she does, too much. <laughs> nothing she does is a joke, Cody. Stop. <laughs> she commits to the bit so hard. Her life is just one large bit that she's just fucking rammed into. What do you think April Fool's Day is like for her? Oh my god, that's a good question. Do you think she's ever pulled a prank? Do you think her whole life is a prank? Wait, hold on. Oh my god, I'm getting too deep. <laughs> Uh, I, these are too many questions. I'm asking the yeah. hard stuff at this moment. We gotta get out of here. I, the only way we can get out of here is our screen rant corner. Hell yeah. Old faithful. We're back, baby. It's, <laughs> Don't call the comeback. So much. We've been here for years. Now, Cody, I know you have so many feelings about this image. <laughs> so many feelings about all of these images. <laughs> um, so, screen rant is back. Better than ever. This is the... 20 Twilight fan castings better than what we got in the movies. And Mark, all I can say is thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, <sighs> Cody, please walk me through everything all that right. you see here. Well, first up, the header image yes. is a very cropped photo of Angelina Jolie eating a yes. strawberry. But that's not, that's not all. No. She's got red eyes. Like a, like a vampire? You get it? And then I, I got it, The yeah. rest of her skin is, like, desaturated. Yes. So she looks like a vampire. Now, here's the thing. Usually with these, um, we just touch on a few and then we move on. Yeah. I, I need to spend a few minutes on this <laughs> article because there is so much to unpack. And also because some of these I vehemently disagree with that I'm about to explode. Okay. I did not look at this before <laughs> yes, this we're moment just going in time. Off of it. Because I knew I would have some strong feelings about them. Hey, here's a question. So our, please. How do you feel about David Harbour as Charlie Swan? I love it so it's much. It's so good. It's so good. I love it the most. So yeah. I would love to hear your opinions on some of these because I'm about to burst at the seams about one of them. Yeah, okay. So David Harbour, great. That's really fun. Love it. Uh, this, I don't even, I don't care about the actual, like, person they've assigned it to, but this photo of Ben Stiller as <laughs> James is haunting. I'm setting it as our Twitter image. <laughs> like, right? I, I want to I wanna print it out and burn it and throw it away. I want to print it out and give it out as flyers. Like, it's, I'm not advertising anything other than Ben Stiller as this vampire. It's, like, so photoshopped in, like, the most extra way. There's, like, dark trees behind him and it's all supposed to, like, dark and spooky. And his face got has, like, cracks in it. It looks like they just, like, put, like, a like a tree on low opacity on top of it, and then his eyes are very blue, and he's got these fucking corny ass looking fangs sticking out, and this blood coming from his eye? Question mark. <laughs> but like under his eye bags, like not even. It's very. Good. I I have so many questions, and I want to know who made it, and I have yes. Um, um I okay. I'm here for Hugh Jackman as Garrett. That's fine. Okay, all I can see is him being like, this is a great show. Um, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. But. Oh, I see which one you probably disagree with. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> burst at the seams. Okay, so here's the thing. I have not talked about this on the podcast because there's been no, there's been no context to do so. Sure, 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 sure. But listeners, I talked about this when we watched the Breaking Dawn Part 2. One of my favorite movies is The Fall. Mm -hmm. um, but one of my other favorite movies of all time is Like Crazy. 
I love Anton Yelchin. Um, he's one of my favorite actors of all time. R.I.P. I miss him literally so much. Talking about him makes me want to cry. Yeah. The audacity, the audacity of this article to put Anton Yelchin and to use this screen grab, this screen grab from Like Crazy and to say that Anton Yelchin should be in, <laughs> in the Twilight Saga as Mike Newton. My hands are clenched in fists. I am about to actually screech like a banshee because I like literally fuck Mike Newton, cross it off your bingo boards. I hate Mike Newton and I love Anton Yelchin more than words. How dare you actually put him in here forever like why <laughs> so rude i'm so pissed <laughs> i'm learning which is very funny uh is the fact that the guy who plays mike originally auditioned for edward oh yeah got cast as mike and that seemed like the most mike newton as shit <laughs> in for real that's so funny yeah that's so lily collins is alice cullen are you kidding me my heart I would have loved it. I would have died. Fucking um, Henry Cavill as Carlisle? Daddy? Ooh. Father? Ooh. 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 Reload those gun arms, Carlisle. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, are we going to just pass, pass by um, Alexander Skarsgård as Emmett Cullen? Because what? I, that's, that's unreal. What? That's the scariest know. thing. Someone had the audacity to put Rachel McAdams as Rosalie Hale instead of putting her as... Lauren, um, yeah. which like, first of all, <laughs> why? Yeah. So rude. There's so much going on here. Yeah. I know there's been a very popular one of Emily Browning as Bella Swan, which we talked about. <laughs> and then I think had Millie Bobby Brown been like at the right age for Renesmee Colin, that would have been a good fit. Yeah. Oh, I have heart palpitations. I've so worked <laughs> up. But anyways, so yes. Thank you, Scream Rant Croner. You are for always a great piece of content for us, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Pour one um, out. Pour one out for them, please. Really quickly, a couple of things of note. We have a baby corner. <laughs> just, just to continue on the fact that Jamie Dornan is, he's a snack, yeah. Um, he's really, he isn't a snack. He's a meal. Like, let's be honest. He's a, he's a buffet. Apparently, he, yes. Agreed. <laughs> um, no. Okay. No, we have to touch on this really quick. What do you, what do you like to get at a buffet? Oh my God. I don't remember the last time I was at a buffet. No, me either, but <laughs> just humor me. <laughs> we don't have time to humor. <laughs> just tell me. I don't know. What do you, I don't know. I what type? What time of day is it? Like, is this a breakfast? Is this a lunch? Is this a dinner? What are we doing? It's a. It's a two thirty. Oh, it's a two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone so exasperated by saying a time of day. I just there's so many factors that go into this, and I'm not well equipped. You are such a water sign. <laughs> I just need Sometimes. to know everything about every situation before I do it, Allie. Sometimes I just forget, like, oh, Cody's a cancer. And then you say things like, oh, it's 2.30. And then I remember and I want to die Listen, a little. you don't know how hard it is to live this life, you know? Great. You have a week to respond to this question. Oh, my God. Okay. We'll come back with the buffet corner. I'll go to a buffet in that time and I'll let you know what I get. I literally don't even know 
if I've been to a bunch. I mean, I have probably, but like, that's what when, I'm saying. You know I mean? Like, it's probably it's been a million years. I'm just saying. Jamie Dornan and his wife are having a third baby, and we looked at this photo, and apparently they don't show kids' photos in Ireland, so that's creepy. But I respect it. Yeah, it's great, <laughs> but it also looks like she is a like a plot point of a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Yeah, people are just human glitches. Yeah, um, yeah, she looks like she's an alien. Um, so that's great. Um, <laughs> Every time I look at her, it's so funny because she's also doing like a like she's like kind of flailing her limbs around because she's a baby, and it's so funny. Like, why is she censured? What's wrong? <laughs> Anyways, the other thing about baby news: there was rumors this past weekend that Dakota Johnson was pregnant. She's not. Um, but there were thoughts that she was pregnant with Chris Martin's child. Again, Are they still not. dating? Apparently. Ugh. Same. <clears throat> Dakota, just fucking do better. Real. Look but at like, yourself. She just needs to be a plot point of, like, one Coldplay album and then get out. Like, do something else. Or maybe she just, like, breaks up with him and then we get, like, a sad Coldplay album and then she Oof. All I want is, like, old school Coldplay. Just give me that. Yeah. Break his, break their hearts and then get out of there. <laughs> Break all of those fuckers' hearts. Dakota, Please. you have to. Do it for the culture. You know what I mean? Okay, last bit of current events. Our Pats is rumored to be in an adaptation of Waiting for the Barbarians with Johnny Depp. Gross. <sighs> First of all. Waiting for the Barbarians is a novel that I studied in college and enjoyed quite a bit. And so knowing that Our Pats is in it, very cool. Knowing that this fuckwad is in it, gross. Stop. Yeah, not very happy about it. We... Have two questions. Yeah. First question is, what do y'all think of the Twilight Renaissance? Is it even like a renaissance? I don't know. I feel like it's just like, I mean, maybe we're in a bubble too because we are talking about it every week. So we don't really know what actually people are talking about Twilight. Yeah. But I guess like people are tweeting more jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I see those jokes on my regular timeline and not just the show timeline. Agreed. Yeah, I would say, like, objectively, there has been more talk about Twilight in the past two years than I had seen prior. Well, you're welcome, everyone. (laughs) That's what I said. And that's how I responded, too. Like, I think, I genuinely think that there has to be something that we did somehow. We, yeah, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, so to, um, (laughs) to some people, I'm sorry. To others... You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. We did this for so, you. We did it for the culture. Yeah. And so send all your residual checks to us. We'll put the the West Coast and East Coast addresses below. Yes. Um, the- Although I'm very much in the Midwest, but yes. <laughs> exactly. We'll put the West 1 and West 2 headquarters yeah, right. below. <laughs> the other question that we got is, when you first heard about the Twilight series, what were your initial thoughts and reactions? Same for the Fifty Shades series. So initial thoughts and reactions. I feel like we've talked about this. Yes. Extensively. Yes. I mean, it's wild to think that next month is our two-year anniversary. Gross. No, you're gross. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and that's... And the wild thing about that, not to get emo, because I think we'll probably do an anniversary show then. This is the longest creative project I think that I've done in recent years. And so I think it'd be wild to go back because I, but my initial thoughts then were cool. I loved it. But 
I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I think that doing it from a critical lens now is, is mm-hmm. more valuable. Yeah. But the Fifty Shades, I was like, oh, I don't know. It's probably gross. And I was right. So, <laughs> but that's great. Yeah. Thanks for your questions. Thank Always you. send them in. Send them in at any time of the week, not just Whenever. when we ask them. Especially like when I'm up late and I don't know when to sleep. Those are always helpful. Okay. <laughs> they comfort Allie in the, the darkness. Yes, yeah, for real. Okay, so when we left off last week, when we were finishing up chapter 16, surprisingly, Cody, they were falling asleep. Yeah. Really um, shocking, you know. Truly. I don't know if you've gotten this yet in the almost two books that we've read of E.L. James, but that's that's how you end a chapter. That's how, that's how authors. Yep, yeah. that's how mm-hmm. that's how you do it. So chapter 17 starts with them waking up, surprisingly. They don't just keep sleeping as the narrative continues. <laughs> it <laughs> so just that happens be, around them. That would be very interesting, personally. As we learned last time, Christian is having a birthday party in a couple of days. And here's the thing that I came to a realization during this chapter. I started to realize, like, oh, yeah, so... Anna graduated. That means it was in May. Oh, Christian's having a birthday. It's in about a month. That means it's probably June. And that led me down to just Googling really quick. Oh, when is when is his birthday? Oh, it's June 18th. Could he... <laughs> could he Christian's a Gemini? <laughs> yeah, of course. Is this shocking? Are you shocked? No, I'm not. I'm not shocked. I just don't know what part of my sleep deprivation and exhaustion didn't make this click to me in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And I'm not surprised because Edward was also a Gemini. Yeah. What I don't need this slander. I don't in need my this life. representation. <laughs> Listen. There's already a lot of bad Gemini representation. Agreed. Right? So let's just not. Get some just good ones. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, hey, leave it out of here is all I'm trying to say. Anyways, Christian really wants to go shopping. Same, Christian. He's trying to show her how to work her new car. He says something like, oh, hey, Anna, did you know that you can play your MP3 discs in here? And Cody, I'd like to ask you really quick. Could you tell me what an MP3 disc is? (laughs) (laughs) Could you just inform? Oh, all right. Nope. Because I, I was a little curious. It's, it's a disc that holds exactly one MP3. <laughs> oh. I was I was a little curious. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not to be confused right. with CDs. Oh. Which can hold a lot of, a lot of MP3s. Okay. So just, uh, all right. All just right. the one. Like your favorite song. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Thank yeah. you. Now, we find out, as we, I think we had been briefed last week, that at the end of this evening, they're meeting Christian's therapist. And... Anna needs to compile some questions for him, <laughs> as you do. Right, when seeing your boyfriend's therapist. Sure, sure. Um, we find out when she gets to work that the rest of the office has found out that her shitty, gross boss has finally left. Mm-hmm. And you know what their solution is? What? Just give her his job. Cool. Because she's totally qualified, right. and that's how totally. business works. Sorry, yeah. What? Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Sorry, excuse me. Sorry, hi, sorry. Wait a minute, just one moment. No, please. Can you give me a second? What? Yeah. What? You know, business. No. (laughs) There are so many other people that work at her job. 
She's worked there for a calendar week. And most of the time she hasn't shown up to fucking work because she, because she doesn't let her go to work. No, you know, business. You know, the person that fires is hired. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a line of succession. Your assistant becomes you when you die. Yeah. That's it. I thought that's how it... Is that not... Oh. <laughs> Oh, shit, I need to. Allie's gonna resign, and then fucking Jeremy's gonna come up and be the teacher now. <laughs> yeah, shit. Hold on, I need to. Can we pause the podcast really quick? Because I need to. I need to go fix something. Yeah. Hold on. I need to rewrite a contract real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think I signed something I shouldn't have. <laughs> but like, sorry, yeah. sorry. What? What kind of business? And they're is like, yeah, you'll be fine. You're probably okay. <laughs> Just here's a. Here's a fucking, like, how-to book. Go to your office, your new office, and you'll probably be okay. It's just a week. Such fucking bullshit. <laughs> can't. They're all just playing Legos in their office. I can't. <laughs> they're just, it's nothing. It's all bullshit. There's some really, like, hard-working editor that's there and has been, like, gunning for a promotion, but Jack's been there forever and he sucks. And she's like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is my chance. And then fucking Anna walks in. Oh, hi, mm-hmm. Mighty. And they're like, oh, hey, you've been here for uh, four business days. You want to just, like, be the editor of this? For real. That's yeah, we got Jack over here snapping women's bras. And Anna's over here <laughs> sexting her boss. Right. And Deborah's over here been working her ass off for three years. Yeah. Actually doing something in this fucking office. Yeah. And all Deborah wants is to actually get some fucking manuscripts published in this goddamn world. They've all just been sitting on Jack's desk. They've been piling up, but none of them's been sent to print. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to focus on this book, but I downloaded that fucking picture of Ben Stiller to post on Twitter, and it's haunting me in my downloads folders. I need to da- I need to throw this in my trash really quick because it's staring at me. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Those blue eyes. The energy was terrifying. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Christian sent her flowers because he's gross. I don't know. They represented his dick. Don't worry about it. Like it wasn't just a nice favor. It's like it's all phallic. Um, it's always. It's never nice. No, it's never nice. It's always, they were flowers that had little, like, what are those called? Like, steepens. They were all, like, they had little dicks on them. So it was all gross. He, like, pasted little baby dildos on them. Okay, so it was gross. just like her new fancy office. It's just got a bouquet of dick flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Loki, if I was nervous on my first day of work, that would make me laugh so hard. Like, that would cut so much attention. (laughs) (laughs) Just an edible arrangement of, like, <laughs> strawberries cut out into dicks. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, chocolate-covered dicks. Just, like, little vulva chocolates, you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, my God. Nothing would make me happier, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Just some, like, little dick gummies, you know? Okay, anyways, sorry. <laughs> just, <laughs> sorry. Just thinking about edible arrangements. Sorry. <laughs> just, I'm just a little, I have a sweet tooth right now, all right? Leave me alone. Okay. Anyways, so they go to, oh, she, Anna gives him this little fucking black box and is like, hey, so this is for your birthday. I'm going to give it to you now. It's a couple of days early, but like, don't open it. Okay. That would fucking kill me. Yeah. Anna's just cementing herself as the worst person imaginable. I would pass out. Like if (laughs) if opening that meant that my body would explode, I'd die. I could not keep that box closed. (laughs) I swear to God, Cody, I would I would wait until Anna went to the bathroom and I would 
open if that if that box meant that a, an alarm would go off <laughs> and it would say like Allie poops her pants at night and it like blasted out to the city I would not be able to keep that box closed I would have to open it I would need to know what's in that box <laughs> even if nothing was in that box I would need to know what was in that box I would have to know I need to know anyways yeah so they no, go, I get it I get it <laughs> Could you keep the box closed? <laughs> Probably. But, like, I feel like I would just, like, immediately forget about it. And then, like, it would be oh time my, my birthday. And I'd be like, oh, cool, surprise. And then I'll just open it then. Because he, like, jingle jangles it. And there's something in it. And I would not be able to forget about it. <laughs> I swear to God. If it meant the whole city would get that, like, presidential alert thing that would say, <laughs> Allie poops her pants at night, I would have to open it. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, I have nothing care. to lose. Just let me no. get that box. <laughs> I would need to know what was in the box. I don't care. There could be government secrets in there. I would need to know. <laughs> if someone gave me government secrets for my birthday. Oh, man. That's true love. <laughs> they just give you the printed out, like, uh, flight trackers. Like, just printed out in a if box it, for him. For real. <laughs> It was, no, for real though. If someone just gave me a box and there was just a piece of paper in it that said it's all real, I'd be like. <gasps> Thank God I didn't wait. <laughs> this, is this is I'm so glad I opened this box. Okay. Anyways, they go to Dr. Flint's room. <laughs> and they try to have this conversation. Yeah. And I was under the impression that it was going to be. I don't know. I didn't ex- know what to expect, but I didn't expect it to be what it was. Yeah. Um, I expected it to be like, I don't know, a conv- a conversation, a like couples counseling thing. I don't know. Yeah, but sure. It started out with Anna just sitting in on his fucking therapy session. What? That's not, that's mm. not a thing. That's not. That's not how confidentiality works. Anyways, um, so one of the, my favorite things is this starts off with Dr. Flynn looking at Anna and being like, we treated all of these with absolute confidentiality. And Anna looks at Dr. <laughs> Flynn and is like, oh, well, here's the thing, my dude. I signed an NDA, so I can't talk during this whole thing. This was kind of a moot point. Yeah. And then fucking Flynn looks at Christian and is like, Christian, what the fuck, dude? Are you serious? <laughs> and he just is like, I mean, I like, I don't know, man. That's just how I feel. Just, you know, whatever. They try to have any sort of conversation and it doesn't work. So eventually Christian just becomes pouty and they ask him to leave. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, first of all, Anna would never. But Flynn is like, hey, d- would it be better if Christian wasn't here? And she's like, <laughs> and then he's like Christian and he's like meh fuck you and then he leaves <laughs> storms it's away it's my favorite <laughs> like whatever I just love the fact that Christian is paying for this appointment and they <laughs> kicked him out yeah he's out of there he has to go sit in the waiting room yeah, and like I don't know play Farmville on his phone well, I don't he's know he's like reading copies of highlights <laughs> <laughs> He's just playing the, like, um, spot the difference on the back of the fucking highlights. Man, this shit's really hard. I, don't, I can't tell things. He just gets pissed and, like, throws it at the receptionist and is like, you do it. Figure yes. it out for me. Yeah. Receptionist, where is Waldo? I can't yeah. figure it out. That sneaky so they, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna get him one of these days, I swear to God. 
I'm going to call up this office and I'm going to demand they just put him on there for me. So they have this conversation and it's, I don't know, pointless. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't really learn anything because he starts trying to ask about her and being like, well, you're saying a lot of negative things about yourself. You probably shouldn't do those anymore. And it's like, that's not how therapy works. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I thought that it was kind of a, a pointless thing to include for I really thought... Like, because she seemed super nervous, and she was like, I really want to talk about this stuff. Like, I'm really conflicted and all these things. Not once was she like, hey, you know what's really been bothering me? The fact that my boyfriend uh, is attracted to me because I look like his fucking mother. Right. And also, all of his past partners have looked like his mother. Right. I feel like that would be something that Dr. Flynn should know about and you should talk about. I think that would be one of the things. Right. But she doesn't talk about it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So they get out and Christian's like chomping him the bit to ask about how it went. And they're both pretty noncommittal and they're like, eh, it was fine. Which drives him up the wall mm-hmm. as it would for me as well. It's bullshit. They're just, you know, shooting yeah. the shit. And yeah. then they decide to get in the car. She asks where they're going, of course, as you do. And he's like, mm, it's a surprise. Mm. <laughs> And then that's where the chapter ends. Yep. They start chapter 18, and we're in the fucking suburbs in the middle of nowhere. And shit gets so bad. Um, <laughs> so quickly. He's about to go murder. Like, he's, he's not. But it's basically. This boy's um, gonna do a murder. And it's from her perspective. So, y'all, things are about to get wild. Yeah. Um, Anna's gonna get murdered. They go to this suburb, which has this huge fucking house. And... Christian's like, so keep an open mind, okay? And she's like, Christian, (laughs) I've needed an open mind for always with you, so don't worry about it. They go, they meet this woman, (laughs) this random woman. (laughs) Just gal hanging in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) For real, though. I mean, she's next to this house, but it's the weirdest fucking shit. (laughs) Until we find out that she's a real estate agent. Yeah. And that this house is up for sale. And... Christian's like, Saul, what do you think? <laughs> and Anna's like, about what? She's like, like this is a house, yeah. <laughs> yes, this is a house, correct. You done did it. Yep. This is not a spot the five differences anymore, Christian. <laughs> and he's like, so I'm thinking about buying this. It's a 12-bedroom house in the middle of nowhere. Let's live here. Let's just the two of us live here. Yes. That'd be fun. We can fuck in so many different rooms. He acts like that's a legitimate selling point, too. We could soil so many sheets. So Anna actually loves this house. It has, like, chandeliers and, like, decor that she actually loves. And he's yeah. like, well, I'm thinking about demolishing it and <laughs> making a more... Well, he, he wants to make a more sustainable house, but he's more like, actually, I just want to break this house down that you just said that you like. I just want to destroy everything you love, I think. Yep. So. Also a weird being like, oh, he like loves the environment. Isn't that so sexy? It's like. Right. We are, the the bar is on the floor at this point. (laughs) I mean, there are people at my school that will like pull shit out of the garbage to like compost. So I mean, that's like a thing here, but. Listen, I, I respect that he loves the planet. I mean, people but that eat is, dirt here, but like that's I mean, listen, and that's great that they're <laughs> they're doing great, and I respect that. But compared to everything abhorrent about Christian Grey, 
this one like sliver of good thing right is meanningless it's just and and it's just like easily impressed by everything where it's like mm-hmm. oh he like recycles that's hot <laughs> he likes yeah. solar panels that's oh, okay that's yeah, a husband Anna. Let's think about your Maslow's needs. Like, let's make sure that he doesn't beat the shit out of you first. And yeah, then care number about one. <laughs> he recycles. Anyways, so he's like, let's buy it. And she is like, well, first of all, I haven't said I want to marry you. Second of all, what? <laughs> um, and he's like, well, I wanted you to check out the view before I think about purchasing this real estate. Do you like the view? And the house that's here and everything. And she's like, well, yeah, I like it. And then she says the worst thing in existence, which is, Christian, you had me at the meadow. And what she's referring to here, my dear listeners, if you're not reading along, which God, I hope you're not, yeah, is the fact that this house is near Bainbridge Island and the property it's on has a huge meadow um, and land that it's on. Yep. And so... This is their meadow. And this is where I threw my laptop. Yeah. Because it's the worst. Yep. Christian goes on this long rant about how he loves being rich, which, I mean, goddamn, great. And they go to celebrate her promotion that she didn't earn, she just got. Yep. And they do so at his club, where they get arguably... The worst possible erotic meal known to man. They're trying to recreate the meal that they got at the Heathman, which is, they got oysters and sea bass and a lot of other fish, which last time they had done in that, like, private conference room. And now they're doing in a club, which is also disrespectful and rude (laughs) to the other people. And they're trying to do this in, like, a sexy way because he asks her to take off her underwear and they're trying to like he's trying to be like don't touch me i want to make you all like horny and stuff but they're eating like oysters and asparagus and hollandaise sauce (laughs) and all the stuff that i wouldn't necessarily consider aphrodisiacs in any sense of the word sure so that's great. Like she, there's this part, and I don't know if you highlighted this at all too, where she, Anna's like, I pick up an asparagus stalk, gaze sideways at him from beneath my lashes, then dip the asparagus into the hollandaise sauce, swirling the tip around and around. And it's like, Anna, stop, please, like do yourself a favor and stop. As usual, they love to like do it in elevators and they do in this chapter um, but they do it while people are in the elevator, which was awful. No, thanks. There's like eight other people or something in this elevator, and they're in the back of it. And according to E.L. James, they're able to like have sex in this elevator because sure, that's how humans work. Yeah. And then they get back to his place and have more sex. And wake up and have more sex. Oh, the thing I wanted to talk to you about is when Anna wakes up, she finds that box of photos. The box of Christian's photos from the playroom. Yeah. And she gets all like, meh, (laughs) about it. As if it hasn't been clear from the beginning that Christian's had other partners. Right. Like, she knew that from... (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, Anna, he built the playroom just for you. But then this immediately like sets off a like an idea for her to have another gift for Christian's birthday. Yeah. And we don't really know what that is. So I'm very confused about what is going to happen there. And then they keep trying to talk. Christian's not responding, which is, I mean, from what we know about Christian, he's like an over-responder. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, in the matter of like two pages, Jose is back and Kate is back. Which like, hey, listeners, do you remember Kate? (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) She's dead. (laughs) Kate, I don't know if you remember, was part of like the first book. And that's about it. (laughs) She was Anna's dearest friend. The only person in her life. Yeah, like, when Anna has to say, Kate, she even includes, like, my best friend. What, you remember? (laughs) (laughs) So, Anna and Jose finally go to get drinks, and Kate and her brother Ethan join as well. And it's like, great, great, great. She tries to include Christian, but he's not responding. And they're having all this talk and everything. It's great. But then finally, Elliot... Kate's boyfriend and Christian's brother calls, apparently, and is like, hey, Elliot wants to talk to you. And so Anna picks up the phone and apparently says that Christian is not back from Portland from his helicopter trip and that his helicopter has gone missing. And that's where the chapter leaves off. (laughs) (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So we have another cliffhanger i hope he's dead i I know he isn't but (laughs) (laughs) i hope he drove his little helicopter into the fucking ocean and he's dead well i mean i guess we'll find out next week (laughs) (laughs) yeah so next week we're reading chapters 19 and 20 we are almost done with this this book anyway yeah thank goodness before ooh, i said gone um before we get to our fan fiction for this week I thought it might be fun to think about what our patrons are going to be for Halloween this week. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. So we got Shannon Clearwater. Thank you so much, Shannon. Shannon, here's what I was thinking for you. I think you might be a classic. I was thinking, I was thinking like a a good old black cat. Okay. For you. That's fun. I love a good I love a good black cat kind of outfit. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Agreed. It's a staple. Shout out to Katie Weber, who is going to be one of my favorite costumes that we sell at the store that I work at, Mm -hmm. which is the very excited Price is Right contestant. Oh my god! (laughs) That would be so good. Or we also have the wheel, if she wanted to be the wheel, but I think the contestant's very good. Oh, I love that. Anything in that wheelhouse. Nice. That's very good. Simon Steele, thank you so much. I think it would be incredibly timely for you this year to be. There's just so much that you could be. But Simon Steele, I think that you're going to have to be Isabel, amazing Isabel from Animal Crossing this year. Oh, cute. You gotta be, right? Especially because she's coming to Smash. You gotta be, right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta be. So you gotta represent that good old Animal Crossing for us. Do the good deed. Be our mayor. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So do us proud. We might be moving into nickname territory because Hannah P sent us another fan fiction. So we might need to come up with a fan fiction name for Hannah. I'm thinking something in the Wattpad related way. Um, Excuse me. I just clicked on Wattpad (laughs) and it just told me, hey, don't lose your spot. Make an account. Fuck you, Wattpad. <laughs> you know what I'm not going to do? Do that. I'm Mesh. not going to do that. Wattpad. I'm never going to do that. I Yeah, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. Hannah sent this in. It's titled, Stuck in the Twilight Universe, What Could Go Wrong? And the, the chapter title is Disappearance. And the author is Agent Melinda May. I have no idea what that's from, but okay. Here we go. The description is the cast of Twilight and a few more, okay, (laughs) um, all find themselves in another universe, and then it kind of cuts itself off. So we'll see. Finally, part one of Breaking Dawn was almost complete. Just one last scene, which is when I wake up from my transformation into a vampire. Gosh, I hated those contacts. Now I knew why the others complained. I jumped off set and ran to my changing room. I stripped out of my costume and into my normal jeans and shirt. I pulled on my leather-like jacket and shoulder bag with most of my things and left the changing room. I kept my makeup on and took the horrid contacts out. Robert and the others were waiting outside. Hey, what's up? Most of them were still in their costume, but all had their contacts out and in their box in their pocket. Why are you all dressed up? There's no night scene, is there? I asked. I was sure to make sure there was no night scene. We only had the last bit, right? No, I'll get changed in a minute. I was just checking something, Peter said, snapping his phone shut. Well, I just changed out of my clothes. I like the makeup, though, Ashley said, and disappeared with the other girls, so I was left standing with the boys who didn't seem bothered. I took a deep breath and left (laughs) into Robert's arms. I stared at the fake forest in the building. Well, actually, the set of the Colon House, which had been built inside a warehouse that had a fake forest around it and even a garage. Of course, all this would get ripped back down into pieces and used for other things. Soon it was the end of Twilight. Elizabeth was the first to arrive back, soon followed by Ashley and Nikki. Ready to go, Elizabeth said, rooting through her bag. Yeah. Oh, guys, tomorrow I'll be here by 10 o'clock, Bill, the director, said. Okay, we all exited the set and downed the cars. Suddenly, I tripped and toppled to the floor. But before I could hit the floor, a tingly sensation ran through my body. Then everything disappeared. End scene. Damn. 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 Sorry. Sorry, can you do that one more time? No, stop. <laughs> can you do that little, that fine little ditty one more time? No. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> My tongue don't move like that. <laughs> uh, as we say in Seattle. Get bit. Shut the fuck, go away. Never. 
This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight Show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Host 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss. You can find at Eli Sauerkraus and KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith. You can find at KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at Into Wild Places, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.